the brain assimilates that information that it believes will have the best chance of surviving long-term and changing one of my file folders in my mental Rolodex. If I am going to a place that's so different, my brain allows more influences and uh, uh, limited objective experiments. Why? Because just like your example of being in Africa, this may cost me my life. So intuitively and iteratively, you can work certain things out. Like if you have a set of keys and you've never been to a car before, but you go up to the car and you hit it and it goes beep, boop, and the door unlocks. Okay, well, that's a welcome. Now I investigate further. I wonder where this key goes. You get what I'm saying? And people are going, what's a key now? Because when we rent a car, you don't have a key. Yeah, you got yeah, a little yeah. uh, block. Yeah. Welcome to the Left of Greg podcast. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Left of Greg podcast. I'm Brian Marin, the host and creator of the show. As always, I will be joined by human behavior expert, Mr. Greg Williams, who the show is affectionately named after. Here on the Left of Greg Show, our goal is to increase your advanced critical thinking ability through a better understanding of what we call human behavior, pattern recognition, and analysis. If you'd like to find out more about what that is, you can check the episode details. If you have any questions or would like us to cover a specific topic, please reach out to us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. Today, we are talking about the cognitive process of fitting new information into your existing understanding of the world, otherwise known as assimilation. During the episode, we describe how humans use assimilation to understand their environment and how it compares to various machine learning models that are being used to develop artificial intelligence. We compare them by using an example of a mass shooter who defended himself in court to the recent AI model called ChatGPT that specializes in large language models. Please don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find the links in the episode details. And if you join the podcast, please tell your friends about it. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Okay. Well, good morning, Greg. Um, we're going to go ahead and start off today with sort of a, a story I, I shared with you, and then we kind of yep. started talking about it a little bit, and we said, oh, shit, we should record a podcast about this um which is funny now just thinking like oh we should go tell everyone about this thing we're talking about just in general exactly. but anyway I, I still can't get over that that we do have a lot of people that listen to the podcast so thank you all for for, for tuning in but uh um, we wouldn't listen to our yeah. own podcast no, no thank I, you so much I it's, would a, this on it's a saturnalia like, miracle actually who are these idiots anyway right. um so so the thing is that and it's kind of going around uh it it, it just kind of it's been out for a while there's this yeah. sort of app uh computer-based one where you can interact with sort of a, a bot and uh, some artificial intelligence and you know people are talking about it because it's pretty amazing on what it can do it's almost like you know can people think it's gonna be better than a google search and how it works but it's interesting of course i use it in my childish That's behavior ambitious of like yeah. I, I texted one of my friends and I, I had this bot. I got it on there. I looked it up and 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 so I was playing with it and said, "Hey, tell so and so that um, Brian has been taken over by artificial intelligence." And now when you text me, it will be this responding. So I sent that thing to him, and it said it wrote out a little paragraph, and then I copied and pasted and sent it to him. And of course, he's like, "Well, this ought to be interesting. Go ahead." And then I said, "You know." come up with a story about a guy living in California, a guy living in Arizona that hate each other and write. And so it writes a whole little story about right, John right. and Paul and how they be, but it's hysterical because it's so it would, the story it came up with was how we ended up meeting each other at a bar, had a, too many drinks, went outside, started fighting, and then ended up 
becoming friends afterwards and getting past our differences of one being from one state and one from another state. And I was like, hey, this is actually almost how we kind of met. <laughs> Pretty accurate. So, you know what so I'm saying? It was, it you was, and Stuart Gilligan Griffin. Yeah, it uh, exactly. Out in the parking lot. So it was hysterical. And then, uh, so it, it, it was funny. But then one of the things that someone posted about it is that they asked it, you know, hey, what's the fastest uh mammal on the planet but then it gave some fish and then the fi- and it was so it continued to have this conversation with this bot saying well well is that a mammal and it said yes it's the fast mammal it's like well what is a mammal and a, it's a, a mammal is a warm-blooded creature with hair or fur blah, blah. and it gave this definition and then it said well is that fish does that fish have hair or fur is it warm-blooded no okay but it so it's still so is it the fastest mammal on the planet? It said yes. It's like well, wait. so basically it was coming back with this confident answer, and it was yeah. wrong. It was illogical. It did it didn't put it together. And so this gets into artificial intelligence and machine learning. But machine learning, you know, it comes from how computer scientists and data scientists teach a or 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 program and train a, a, a machine to learn, right? Yep. So it has to yep. interact with you. And there's different iterative process where you want it to the idea of machine learning is it understands and gets better over time with different interaction. Right. But but it's still humans programming it how to do that. Right. And so there yep. without getting into sort of the the different schemas and the semantic ways that it that it's done. Uh, you know, I'm not an expert in that area, but we understand learning in those processes and it's all taken from how humans do it anyway. And we use those same terms in, in the computer world a lot or vice versa. Sometimes they yep. came from the computer world and then we use that uh, with humans. But I found it interesting because like it still was wrong and lied. Well, it didn't lie. It was confident. It was just wrong and illogical. And it's sort of like not there yet. You know what I mean? It's obviously yeah, yeah. people think it's going to be this general artificial intelligence, which we're so far away from because that's so complex. Uh, you can have very simple artificial intelligence. Your the smoke detector in your house is a version of artificial intelligence. Uh, very simple uh, sensor. But but to get to this point, so we started this discussion, and you brought up some great points. And so I know you Aww. wanted to hit on it. So. So why don't I'll throw to you to start sort of, and then we have some other examples that we want to talk about yeah, and how that affects humans, right? Because I, I think you're underselling our knowledge on the topic from one standpoint. Right. So you and I spent almost two years working on yeah. a DARPA project for URSA and it's supervised autonomy. So yeah. our history with, I know, yeah. think about that for a minute, but look up the program and you'll see what we had to do. So the the three basic machine learning paradigms are are supervised, unsupervised, and then reinforcement learning. So why is that important? Because in reinforcement learning, the focus is always on finding a balance between exploration of uncharted territory and then exploration uh, or exploitation rather of our current knowledge state, which is hugely important in what we do, the thing versus the think, right? Yes. So uh, uh, your comments yesterday got me excited because the accuracy was being criticized. And remember, in any form of social exploration, the only real way to collect information is to interact with it. Yes. And you've been with me long enough. You, you know that's exactly how I learn. I yeah. go into the environment. I test the environment, right? I'm asking people questions all the time. And then constantly. I'm updating my current models constantly. So so what's the difference? So so my thing was when we started talking about that, we were having a, a not not a dilemma. You and I were talking about what would be, how would we bring this into human behavior pattern recognition analysis? And my thing is that we assimilate parts of 
culture and environment and sociology and psychology yeah. and biology all the time. And so what scientists are trying to do through these literal, uh, literally a, a limited objective experiment with language, okay, and, and known, look, a computer has knowns and unknowns. Yeah. So we use knowns and unknowns. And what do we do? We put them against the baseline, and that gives us the logical start point for an intervention to, or an to, interaction to, so, or a decision. To, to learn or understand yeah. something that you're unsure about, don't know, doing the head tilt little kid. Encountering like, for the that? first time. An anomaly, you know what I'm maybe, saying? yeah. Encountering for the first couple of times, okay? Right. So, so, so when we assimilate, we don't always assimilate correctly. And that's what struck me as important about your comment. So, yes. so let, me, let, me, let me lead you uh, uh, folks that are listening and watching. So Brian is saying that the, the people that are bitching about it or complaining about it or making comments on it are saying that, hey, there's a lot of inaccuracies. Okay, so you're a little kid walking yeah. around in your environment and your parents are trying to teach you and they see your dog and they go, dog, doggy, dog. For the rest of that semester that you're learning, as the little kid at home, anything that's furry with four legs is a dog. Right. Okay. So now, now, now the little bear cub comes walking in. Or you doggy. see uh, on TV, you get what yeah. I'm trying to say, I think. And that becomes a doggy because it's on four legs and it's close enough where cognitively close enough. So we uh, uh, value cognitive flexibility, but our environment has to nurture us. How does that happen? Because your neighbor goes, now nah, you little bucket head. That's not a dog. That's a goat. You yeah. get what I'm trying to say? And now we learn, wait a minute, okay, dogs and goats. So everything is doggy or a little baby goat. Then all of a sudden, my, my mom or dad, you know, the grandparents come in and go, no, no, that's that's not a goat. That's a cow. Okay, so what are we doing? We're building and we're starting to create this file folder. So mm -hmm. now we've got smaller. We've got smellier. We've got cute. We've got scary. Do you see what I'm trying to say? So, so what they're attempting to do with their Greg bot and Brian bot is exactly what we do with the human brain. We just protract it in over time and from genetic material passed on uh, 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 through the birth process. And, and the then, and then sort breeding. of to, to what we do then is we, we, we create sort of this, we create sort of a profile, but we create a picture yeah. using, using attributes, right? So exactly. Harry, Four legs. Okay. Well, Harry and four legs covers the dog and the goat, but those are two completely different things. And many of the things will, right. but, but they I, don't need I, to I, be at first. Right. In order to get nuance, arrive, in right. order to arrive at the most correct answer or the most logic, I have to, the, I, I have to be able to create enough attributes, but then what yes. my brain likes to do could, because it'll create different conceptual frameworks, not unlike the, the, the AI process to grab from those and I can go, so some of the attributes which correctly describe yeah. a dog also correctly describe a bear, so, a goat, uh, uh, all kinds yeah. of different animals. Yes. And and now what, what accounted for the mistake in the example that you gave about it's a fish, it's a mammal, it's a, okay, the idea is based on the information that I have at this point, the best decision I can make is yes, this is it. Yeah, but it doesn't fit this criterion. Yeah, but the availability heuristic is close enough. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Then I'm going to glam onto it. And it doesn't seem like that's going to be a large enough mistake that it's going to send us spiraling off into the sun. And that's exactly what happens to that kid. The kid, now it's close enough. It's a dog. Okay, so everything like that is a doggy. So should I go up and pet that Wolverine while mom and dad are taking me yeah. out hiking? 
Probably not. So yeah. now we have to have danger cues that are associated with it. See, so our entire uh, uh, research of the environment, nuanced, new, uh, uh, novel, scary, all that other stuff is how our brain, how our uh, God, Buddha, Vishnu, Allah decided to make us uh, uh, investigate our environment. Yeah. And then assimilate what? Assimilate best practices of any environment. Brian, you and I talk about this all the time. If you go to Mexico and have a little rolled up uh, meat and cheese uh, sandwich, it's called one thing in Mexico City. If we were in Hong Kong or Beijing or uh, Saudi Arabia, it's called a different thing, but it's the same food. It's prepared it's, almost it's the same way. Meats, there, meats in sauces on some sort of type of bread type product, flour type and, product. And like, what about noodles? If we follow yeah, noodles across yeah. the world or, or, you know, all of these things that, you know, the, the nature of candy, for example, what happens is sociologically, look, psychologically, uh, assimilation means a cognitive process of making new information fit with your existing picture of the world. We're really good at that. And that's why DARPA reached out for us. Biology just means, hey, I absorb the food product and the best of it stays with me. I shit out the rest. But sociologically, anthropology uh, 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 says that when I assimilate something, I put things the best of from a group together and I claim it as my own. That's why societies right. fight for years and years right, and years right, about, right. oh, no, the, no the, that's the ours. Polish weather person. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the Russians that's say, like, no, that came from like even- you. Even you know besides, besides the religious, you know, right. di- differences of like the Israelis and Palestinians and all that, but oh. like they go over the fight, you know, the, the shawarma and who did what and where exactly. it came from, and it's hysterical because you're like, oh my god, you guys are eating the same. No, no, this is the right, and it's just that's a perfect example of how we do that with food. It is, but but, but the, the the issue or not issue, but kind of part of the reason we're talking about that is is you when you're talking about assimilation, like you just said it, it I, I have to take this information and fit it yes. into my current interpretation of reality so yes. so mine so one that means it's inherently subjective uh and two and biased I'm, critically biased well, yeah, and, right? and i'm i'm fitting yeah i'm fitting it into what i know rather than rather than you know exactly. creating some new schema or changing the way i interpret my environment I, all I'm doing is think now that that's that can be good or bad right so so, so yes. can we talk about that from a learning pro- from a learning process that means it, it's 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 simple, but sometimes simple is good. Like we we keep it for decision making sometimes. As okay, I'm in a new environment. I've no Greg. You just threw me out of a plane over yep. um, the Central African Republic. Never even been to the continent, let alone that right. exact place. I have to assimilate quickly, or I may die. Absolutely. Actually, the environment may kill me if I don't understand. So, so rather than having to have a guide that says, "Well, let me show you every different type of poisonous plant and animal here, Brian," uh, and let me which learn is about unsustainable, Brian, it's and unsustainable. I have to, how much would I have to possibly learn too? Exactly. Right? And, and exactly. this tribe does things this way, and that one does it over here, and this one's friendly, and this one like I have to be able. I, I can't take the time to do that. Right. So so assimilation helps with me rapidly understanding the context of the situation that I'm in to make decisions. But but it goes back to the to the dog or the goat. Like I, yes. I might say it's a dog, but no, it's a goat. But but it may work for me in that situation. Is that is that two, right? Two you're spot on. And two important things that we could draw from what you just said, and, and many important things, but two primarily. Let's go back to, to U.S. Navy SEAL and great friend John Prevatera Prep. Okay. Prev walked away and somebody asked him a spontaneous hallway comment. What's the best part of this training? And he says, we focus on 
different things. We were trained our entire life to focus on the difference. Greg, in this training, focuses on the similarities. Why is that important? Because using your example, we have to use that same thing as carbon-based life forms when we go to Mars, when we go to the moon. Right. We yeah. have to well, learn this novel environment. Yeah. And how do we learn that? By skinning our knees, by investigating, by experimenting with it. But your brain has certain things that it's predisposed to experiment with in its environment. Why? To keep you alive long enough to learn so you can update your file, right? You get where I'm yeah. going there? Yeah. So, no, so, no, no. Uh, I can give you a, a quick example of that with your eyes. Visual field, visual acuity is hugely important. The entire backside of your skull is, is involved in you creating uh, uh, in pixelation from uh, simulation of light motion edges. So uh, uh, your uh, uh, two types of receptors that are most important in, in your retina are your rods and cones. And, and they work together to take available light and turn it into an electrical signal that your visual processing center can, can read. Now, why are there so many rods and so many cones? Because c c color cones, the C, right. the big lettered C, okay, is for daylight and we need better acuity. Why? Because we have to put a, a hook on a line to catch a fish. Right. We have to put the perndle in ur to back out of the driveway. So those type of things in, in ambient light uh, situations are nuanced to the point that we have to have our fingers and our hands moving and doing everything else. Nighttime, we weren't designed to go outside. Nighttime right. was that scary place where we heard the, you know, we had the fire in the cave. You didn't want to go out. So we had just enough information that was coming in from our rods so we could determine that's likely an exit of the cave. This is likely a creature moving slowly through the environment, right? Why? Because it was less light available, less stimulation to the brain. Uh, uh, and that's why when you take a look, rods and cones are unequally distributed in the back of your skull for a very big reason, except where? Except in the fovea centralis. Why? Uh, they're totally rod-free because you ain't got effing time for them, Brian. Right. You, you have to have that high visual acuity right now to throw that spear at that fish and, and adjust for where the fish actually is. And your brain does that without asking you questions. So that goes right back to, you, you used an example, a very good example, like 25 broadcasts ago about how the batter never sees the ball when it leaves the thing. And you have to anticipate, and it was a great show about that. Those types of things are survival strategies where we assimilate almost all of the information, but some of it is left on the, the editing room floor. Why? Because your brain doesn't need that it, it right now. It you, doesn't right? need it right now. And, and so right th now. That's, yeah. that, that, that's an Im, Im, important, I, I think, distinction when you're getting into sort of, um, you know, assimilation versus accommodation and learning yes. a new process or something. But, but, you know, that this is also, I'll give the example of why we classify things the, the way that we do sometimes could, because we get a lot of questions like, well, you guys were talking about this attack over here, but then this situation, right. like how are those even this, e even the same at all? And I, I think a example of, of, of this, the, of what we're talking about now, and you tell me um, is uh, of how we talk about these different, yeah, we'll talk about these different areas for assimilation would be something like insider threats, right? So, yep. so it meaning how do I address an insider threat? Well, there's different types, but it, but it's all the same. So, so the insider threat literally like, you know, us forces in Afghanistan, their counterpart that they're training shows up to try to kill them one day. Okay. Yep. That's an insider threat, but, but a school shooter is an insider threat. 
but but so is uh, suicide a, a coach, is an insider threat. Yeah, suicide is an insider threat. A coach Better trying file. to predate on a on a on a child at that school is an insider threat. So the idea is, I don't have to become an expert in pedophilia and how to counter that. I don't have to become an expert in suicidology and understand that. I don't have to become an expert in school shootings. I have to understand an insider right. threat and how to counter an insider threat. And then I can assimilate that information, prototypically match what I'm finding. So so that's all I need to look how to exactly. find. And then I don't, I might not know which one I'm going to find. I might not know whether it's the kid that's going to shoot up the school or the kid that's going to commit suicide, but I'll get it, right? And, You're exactly and that's right. why we focus on, on, on looking at it from that perspective. And, and that's why we go with the lowest common denominator rather than this voluminous explanation that that people aren't going to understand anyway. We, right. we street the science. So let me give you a street science. Let's talk about uh, 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 grooming uh, a potential victim. OK, so let's talk about how a chef at a fine restaurant grooms you yeah. when you come into the restaurant. OK, so uh, uh, back in the day, Mace was popular with cops. I was one of the first cops to, to become an early adopter of oleoresin capsicum. Two million Scoville units, you could wash it off. If you sprayed it in a restaurant, you didn't ruin, or, or a, a Walmart or a shopping center, you didn't ruin all the stuff that was on the counter like you did with Mace. Mace had these horrible side effects, and somebody from Mace.com now is going to call and, and complain about that. Kiss my ass, you do your own research. So uh, what do we need to know about that? Well, capsaicin, okay, is the, the spice, let's call it. Uh, 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 that triggers the heat receptors in humans, okay? So uh, uh, 2 million Scoville units get so hot to your brain that your brain thinks you're on fire, when all it really is is agitating a new threat that your body senses, and it's trying to counter that threat. So it counters it so quickly and immediately because it senses this threat, Brian, that what happens is you close your eyes, you start sneezing and coughing, and you do everything to do to expel it. And while you're doing that, you can't shoot me or ram me or right. kick me or fight me. Okay, so so capsaicin has these uses. But we also find out that because your your body is trying to remove the capsaicin by your eyes tearing and your nose uh, running and, and your mouth going, oh, that's too hot. Where's the milk? Where's the water? Okay, taste is your mouth's triage. Taste uh, uh, says, I will be able to function with this new food, yeah. and I will be able to take good things from it. Now, because you don't need to ingest or metabolize capsaicin, your body fights it. So what does the chef learn over time, Brian? The chef learns that just the right amount just of spices amount. Right. Will, will stimulate you and give you different reactions. And sometimes you'll go, wow, that was too much. But other times you'll go, wow, that was just enough. That was very adventurous. And what do we do? We, 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 we stimulate and simulate different things because those excite us and those create a chemical dump. So just as your body is preparing to metabolize the ca capsaicin and goes, danger warning, Roll Robinson, this is an insider threat. I'm willfully trying to put this on board. A chef does that to mess with you. A chef says, hey, listen, I'm going to make chocolate with jalapenos. Or with ghost right, peppers. You right, get it? Right, right, okay. right, right, right. So, yeah. so, so what the chef figured out through scientific process is we experiment with our environment. And certain things create sense triggers. You yes. get what I'm trying to say? And if you manipulate those. So how is that different from a pedophile? So a pedophile has got a joint in the ashtray. A pedophile has a, a Playboy channel or some pornographic uh, uh, images that are around. And they say, hey, give me a hug. I got that big hair uh, bear hug. Listen, I'm babysitting you today for a couple hours. 
why don't you go, you know, I, I'm going to go get a beer. You want one? Those yeah. type of, of things normalize. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It, and normalize is what? It's another word for assimilate. You, you get it? I'm assimilating this new culture. And guess what? In a minute, I'm going to have your pants down. Uh, uh, in a month, well, I'm going to have your pants yeah, down. Yeah, no, which is, this is like, I mean, you're 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 talking about historically cultures and 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 you know, how, how civilizations have clashed, yep. whether through war or yep. through something like that, either way. It's a, so I can either fight my way in and take over your country. Yes. And now you force you to assimilate or I can do it slow, steady over time. Something like, like you just said, I, I it's either exactly. gotta be the brutal sexual assault or I can, or I can slowly gain your trust and get and, that and which one, happen. which one is going to give me the best return on my investment. Right. If I brutally abduct you and rape you, I got a couple of life felonies that I've committed and people are going to search for me like yes. uh, the citizen searching for Frankenstein, the villager. Yeah. Okay. Whereas if I do the slow, steady, a little oh, bit at a time, maybe not, I'll get away with it. Yeah. Or maybe we'll wait a minute. You said it was okay for them to come over. Yeah, and yeah, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, and, well, you can't prove that. I'm confused. Any of that. Exactly. It, 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 no. And, that's and, exactly and the, the point we're making. And and so, so – <clears throat> Uh, so th this happens when, okay, so the assimilation that we're talking about too, and then to kind of sort of tie it back to the original AI sort of machine learning, yes. you, know, I'll, I'll, you, you know, to give that, that sort of street example, like you said, you know, when you go on um, anytime you're on some shop, like you're on Amazon and you buy mm -hmm. something or I'm looking at something and what it also gives you as you scroll down, you can scroll across the bottom, um, people who bought that item also bought this exactly item, right and so they're, they're doing the same thing they're trying to couple it together and and what it, the machine is doing is exactly what your brain is trying to do it's it's trying to constantly predict okay what do you need what do you want what is it what is it what, what exactly. is it that you need right now right because i i got to give you an answer I, and and give you the answer sort of before you arrive at one because i want to show you that so in the amazon case i'm just trying to sell you stuff i want you to buy more right. products i want to make more money off of you but the your brain's just doing it sort of for survival purposes right yeah, yeah. it, it so has the, the, to arrive machine, at a conclusion and, and offer you suggestions so that precisely. you can get through your day well the machine but it can't offer it. you all the suggestions no it and cannot. they're not always going to be right and and right. if i look on there in mine i go what I'm, that's not something i'd never buy but because of this um this either attribute that this has right that that i'm the buying, attribute algorithm you're exactly it, right it, it it but it pairs it with okay what uh, uh what other things uh that other people have bought who bought yep. this item as well have bought maybe they're interested in that too and that's the yep. simple learning process and it's but, but what happens it if it's not time. if you don't buy that if they suggest that you don't buy that they update their algorithm they say yes. listen these people bought this, and then I went out and I, I looked for new people to buy that based on the earlier algorithm, and nobody did. So now I'm going to drop that and go back and glean another uh, uh, evidence item to compare it with. And that's what the chefs did, and that's what a pedophile does, and that's what an armed robber does. So AI has a limited value set. Now, what do I mean by that? Humans have unlimited ways of putting things together. A computer only has the design yes. because you can't allow complete free play with a computer. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It, because it, it, then it, it becomes self-aware and kills. Right. You get what I'm joking it, it, about. It, it, but it doesn't, though. It's actually it won't, it only won't do. It, it'll be confused. It'll give completely random answers, right? If Precisely. It doesn't have, which aren't going to help. Which well, it, aren't going to help you get to that ultimate goal. Because and if it doesn't have a schema, it doesn't have the mental framework right. or, or a neural framework or whatever you want to right. call it, 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 it a, a pathway to 
Go, but it does have a pathway yes. to make you excited. The reason we're talking about it today is because the computer understands that if it plays with you, you keep playing with yeah, it. With it. Okay. So that interaction so, is so key. That interaction is absolute key, just like our interaction as humans with our environment, with other people. You're exactly right. The reason that we suck at being with other people is while you're talking, Brian, I'm thinking of what I'm going to say next. I don't give a fuck what you're saying. You understand yeah, what I'm right, trying to say? Right. I'm just pausing long enough to go, yeah, 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 but uh-huh, I got something uh-huh. to say. Well, the reason is, what are the two things that human brains have to do? In this moment right now, how can I assimilate the information around me to fight or flee or, you know, the other F words or do all those things? Okay, we got that. What's the second part of it? Prediction. What do I need to predict? Yeah. Am I sleeping tonight? Is the sun going to come up tomorrow? Am I going to be warm enough overnight not to die before the sun? We're constantly doing so, that. We're balancing and measuring those things in our life. But your friends and my friends consistently think, well, I've got to uh, uh, learn to drive at a high rate of speed. I've got to learn to appendix carry and dump mags and do all this other stuff. Brian, while that's important, your brain will assimilate that knowledge. But it's not critical knowledge, so the brain will always separate that from other things. Now and, let's go to biology, and and it will start to dump it over time if I don't continue. It has to. So so why? So let's go back to biology. Certain things that you eat, your body doesn't need. It yeah. doesn't need a when, lot of the things right I now. Eat, my body doesn't. Need. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's bourbon of food. Uh, uh, so <laughs> the idea, though, if you think about that, Brian, that's the perfect model. Look. I used to get into fights all the time with the Marines and combat hunter. They would go, yeah, well, atmospherics, you can't use that word because the atmosphere is like around the earth. Hey, kiss my balls. The the idea is what you're not doing is you're not using the scientific definition, the clinical definition of the words I'm using. So, uh, uh, for example, assimilation uh, uh, can be biological and be sociological and psychological, right? right? And there's a different definition that goes along with those. So what we're talking about is similar traits are always clustered by your brain. But your brain looks at them in a very specific way, saying, what do I do? So biologically, when I ingest something that I can't assimilate, it's going to poop it out. So the longer that I go, like, like not to get into Maslow again, but but your good friend, uh, uh, the, 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 the gosh damn uh, uh, tipping point, Gladwell. Gladwellian oh, thinkers came up with this 10,000-hour thing. Yeah, it's a joke. Where's that? It's a bullshit number. No, yeah, but show me that. Show me yeah. how that works. First yeah. of all, uh, you know, I would agree that the more you do something and the more yeah. you rehearse it, the better you get. But this goes back to to our other friend on coffee table yeah. that drew the conclusion when he saw the Civil War rifles that were overloaded two yeah. and three times. He said it's because they didn't want to shoot their brothers. No, no it's yeah, because no, they were they, so in the moment and so afraid. They didn't of what have the training for the they, situation. They, they were, were convinced they fired it. Yes. And they reloaded and fired again. That, that's guess a, what they well, that's, never ever fired accurately. That's and that, well, that's a, his, yeah. Well, his, well, his 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 the the information he reported and investigated on is amazing, and it's great to show how training changes yes. over time. But his fundamental conclusions were completely I completely disagree with and are wrong. So exactly. I, I, so when we get to those points, yeah. we have to look back at what we're talking about here. The brain assimilates that information that it believes will have the best chance of surviving long-term and changing one of my file folders in my mental Rolodex. If I am going to a place that's so different, my brain allows more uh, uh, influences and uh, uh, limited objective experiments. Why? Because just like your example of being in Africa, this may cost me my life. So intuitively and iteratively, you can work certain things out. 
Like if you have a set of keys and you've never been to a car before, but you go up to the car and you hit it and it goes beep boop and the door unlocks. Okay, well, that's a welcome. Now I investigate further. I wonder where this key goes. You get what I'm saying? And people are going, what's a key now? Because when we rent a car, you don't have a key. You got a little uh, block. But the idea is that sooner or later, enough monkeys with typewriters are going to write the Magna Carta. That's the same thing with sooner or later, you're going to figure out how a car works and figure out the Perndle and you're going to either drive over your own head or you're going to learn to drive on your own. Your brain has the ability to, how many people do you know are self-taught on piano? How many people do you know learned Spanish or French because of their exposure in an environment where they had to, even being a waiter at a restaurant, even understanding uh, uh, simple things like, like this goes back. People are right now going, bing, bong, bing, no, stop for a minute. Okay, uh, Stoic. Uh, uh, I have a principal argument for Stoics because when I talked to the people in Greece when we were teaching at Animiotic, yeah. yeah. they pointed to Mount Olympus and they said, our gods up there were the ones that taught you this information. Well, I principally disagree with that. So the same people that brought you Mount Olympus and the gods also brought you Stoicism. So you must investigate what that means to you now sitting in a chair or standing in a line in the environment we're in you can't take that giant evolutionary step backwards because it's not the same brian and that's what assimilation means assimilation means that if i'm assimilating something quickly then it's probably not going to survive or it's the most important thing to survival so i'll give you an example of that Uh, when you see a kid on their phone they're not paying attention situationally unaware 101 okay so we know that sooner or later, there's going to be enough deaths in traffic, people checked out, people well, walking into the things that that has to change. We don't know how that's going to well, change. Well, we, we, we respond with other um, technological advancements, right? So, so there's, there's which uh, are gonna the, the, the safety, the situation. The, well, the, the safety features in the car. Cars are safer today than they've ever oh, of been. Of course they are. But they have different alarms and beeps. Um, I, I they they are man. Oh, it's hilarious too. What I love when car dealers advertise that the car has a backup camera, but but it's federally required that every vehicle yeah. has a backup camera. But they use it right. as a selling point. But it's the same thing. It's uh, we can't do that stuff anymore. I am unaware. So so I have yep. to figure out a way and build that into the design of the product, knowing that. So so that and that that's that's the the evolution. Some might call that de-evolution. Right. Right. No, no, no. You're spot on. Because it it takes away from our survival systems. We don't have to exercise them anymore. But you know, I you know, all of these these sort of with, with the examples and stuff you're talking about. Uh, uh, sort of the comparison between the, the the machine learning part. I if I want to create, I have to create an algorithm for the machine. Yes. So I have to sort of uh, design the 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 pathways from which it extracts information from. Well, yes. humans, we do that. Our brain does that same process. The problem is, well, it's not the problem. It's just yours are completely different from mine. So yes. so it's it's highly subjective in nature, and you have to. So why do we have of, tribes? Well, but, but, you're, solving, but, you're solving a paradigm too. We have tribes. Why? Because we have to associate with different thinkers. Because if well, we don't then, then this is, associate this with is, different thinkers, we'll, this is we'll the not point survive. about assimilation too, because yeah. I fit everything into my current interpretation of reality. Well, if all I do is constantly assimilate information into what I know and how I know it in my own life, well, I don't actually increase sort of my cognitive flexibility. 
I, I exactly. continue to reinforce my own beliefs. But but the 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 issue with that is because it's it's highly subjective. Um, it, it can our experiences are different, our memory recall is different, and also exactly. what we feel and think is logical is different, and how we connect those patterns. So like you're like you're always do like when you bring something up, um, you don't you don't typically just give one example, right? You give a minimum of three, sometimes up to right. 30, right? But it's yeah, a reinforcement exactly right. to go, It just back to my insider threat example was, okay, here's a concept. I'm going to give you an example here, an example here, an example here, an example here. And then I'm also going to use that example for another concept to tie that together. So what you just did, so the idea is let's let's look at this from almost a, a schematic sort of way of looking at it is a, here's the insider threat. We gave the the pedophile, the yep. uh, uh, Afghan you know military guy that shows up and kills the U.S. Yep. soldier. We gave the suicide and we gave, um, what was the- uh, The chef, the, the, the chef example. Well, the school shooter, yeah, or, right? Of course. We'll say that. Yeah. So then I can yeah, also take that um, uh, uh, the the pedophile Right. And let's jump yep. that and throw that over in this concept of here about access or something else. And now I've linked those things together. So that's sort of neural mapping in a sense yeah, of yeah, how yeah. we give out the information. Now, the, the, what, what you do run into different issues too of, of, you know, me looking up at the sky and going, Hey, that's a look at those stars. If you look at that one and that one and that one, that's a bull. It's like, well, no, it's not. Well, yeah, it is. I can see it right there. That's a face on the moon. There's a man on the moon. And it's like, well, right. no, there isn't. So I'm starting to do that pattern recognition past the point where it serves its purpose. Now I'm sort of making things up. So do you see what I'm getting at here? Yeah, is, exactly. Is too so many of those attributes or I link too much together, it becomes nonsense. But your brain won't allow the rational person to do that. The brain will not allow. Now you smoke some peyote and you're yeah, out in the yeah. field. Now all of a sudden <laughs> everything becomes a hero monster, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm skeptical. I believe completely in diversity and inclusion, but it's equity, a necessity. It's a, you can't live without it. Okay. Yeah. On the HMS Beagle that we're talking about it. So yeah. anybody coming up with that shit today and talking about it, you like, missed your mark because it's been yeah, around since ago. humans have been yeah. around. Okay. Yeah. And in the animal kingdom in many instances. Now, equity is one of those things that because of free will, doesn't always work so well. You got to train equity into a system. So what you're talking about is building an algorithm is brilliant. And, and I would tell you this. I would tell you that in certain environments, certain things like diseases, uh, apex predators, find the sweet spot in your algorithm and dwell in the shadows. Why? Because they have to play the long game too. Like a parasite will eat you, the camelback spider, right? Uh, uh, but keep you alive by uh, 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 making you paralyzed in the yeah, area that it's yeah. ingesting you. Yeah. So, so we have to see that in society too, Brian. That's what we do. What you and I are trying to point out to people that, look, those dangers lurk in the same wonderful places in your environment. Here's how to see them. We don't tell you the danger. Right. We tell you how to find, find the it. danger. Do you see what I'm saying? So, well, so I'll, t I'll take you back to a danger okay so we got a guy that that flipped his wig back in 93 and the only reason it wasn't the story of the century is because during the same time oj was going on so william kunstler famous uh, attorney was one of the guys that i was following because i used to do the legal updates all the time and uh, i knew doug feiger the the singer from the knack whose brother jeffrey feiger is a, a big attorney in, in, in uh, michigan, michigan. There, yeah. so anytime we're talking about human rights i like to get involved because i'm very intrigued 
So in 93, Colin Ferguson gets onto a, a, a train in, in New York, the, the Long Island Railroad train, and shoots up a bunch of people. Okay. Uh, uh, killed six, injures 19, all these different things are going. Goes to trial and insists when they give him a public defender that nobody knows how to defend me better than me. Yeah, right. Now, he's got a deficit because he has zero training in the law. But the thing that Kunstler repeated, and, and I heard over and over from different interviews, was watching Ferguson from day one of the trial to the second week and the third week. First couple of times, he was just uh, uh, being a classic obstructionist. Second couple of days, he was getting up and he was getting the motions down where to stand. He was repeating. He's, he's, uh, he's mimicking uh, what he saw. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then what happened is he started going, okay, if I object here, that changes the pace, the tone, the feel, the atmosphere. Now, Brian, he wasn't sure what he was doing, but he was able to mimic and assimilate those parts that seemed to give him the best chance. Now, of course, he was convicted. He's not getting out till 2352, okay? Yeah. But watching that as an experiment, uh, uh, we've seen that before. We've seen serial killers that do it with great aplomb. So we see uh, uh, a shoplifter that can do the same amount of research as a pedophile and get, what, get away from many years and pedophiles that don't do the amount of research and, and go to jail immediately. You see what I'm trying well, to say? So each of us is different and assimilates at a different rate based on our view. The Ferguson one is a, is a good um, example to compare to. I don't, I don't remember his name. The guy in Wisconsin who drove through the parade, killed a bunch of people and then yeah, yeah, trial. Yep. So he said the same thing. I'm going to, I'm going to represent myself and right. was trying to do all those things. But the guy had no, he didn't learn. He didn't understand. Right. He was just uh, literally, uh, I'm a, objecting for this, wouldn't answer, so answer or, or even, experiments. He wouldn't even ask questions time. correctly, right. but he, he didn't have the cognitive ability to learn, right? Meaning uh, to get right. better at it. it. He didn't, it didn't become an interview process where he went, oh, okay, I screwed it up there. I need to change it. He just kept. Yep. repeating the same thing he kept doing yep. it and and like people were like i i can't believe like there was attorneys and lawyers being like oh my god just you know please shut your mouth and and stop doing this like you're you're ruining your own case whereas yes. ferguson or compare that to even the the ted bundy one where and super, i would throw in i would throw in eileen warnos my favorite oh yeah yeah that, yeah that assimilated and learned how to play so so bundy did it so well and and we he, remark on this all the time that even the jurors and the, even the, the judge, judge was like, oh man, boy, if you if you decided not to to cut those heads off, it would have stayed in school a little longer. You'd have been a great judge or yeah, uh, a great attorney. Yeah, on. he was sitting there yeah, like yeah. talking, but but he that's that's a higher level of intellect, a higher level of organization, a guy who is wicked smart versus a guy who's just you know the diversity. Yeah, so the diversity in our species to clump together when we need each other to solve problems. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Uh, 100%. And the problem is that you had a boob, a nut, a yeah. murderer that could pass off as a competent attorney. If you walked in in the, in the ninth day of that trial, or you walked in and your only observation was the first day, your perspective would have changed, would have changed and yeah. how you viewed that situation would have changed. So, so it's completely important for us to continue to conduct experimentation. And we have to understand that with the computer, the computer is not always going to be right, neither is the human, but the computer is going to update its view differently than a human is. 
a human's always going to take the the perspective of egocentric view. Right. How is this going to impact me and my me, environment? Yeah. Where you can program a computer to disregard, yes. for example, emotion. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Which you yes. can't with a human. You know, uh, you remember? Have you ever watched a, a what was that Mel Brooks movie with the Frankenstein? Where uh, uh, young Frankenstein? And at the beginning, he he uh, gets a guy, the old man, off the gurney, and he knees him in the balls. Well, then the <laughs> second time, he puts a clamp on the back of his neck, and he does everything, and the guy doesn't move because now you know he's closed those receptors. You can do that with a computer. You can't do that with a human. Humans are constantly updating their set based on slights, injury. What, 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 when we have a uh, uh, injustice collector, Brian, when yeah. we see somebody well, that uh, uh, doesn't stop the rage that's growing and does something stupid, a computer won't do that. But a human, no, and it, well, because the computer, if I input something, the the computer is not affected right there at the point, right? Because remember, like you know. It, bad information in equals bad yeah, information shit in, out, shit out, right? Yeah, shit in equals shit out, right? So, yeah. so if I if if you're entering something into a computer, right, it, it's always going to take what you enter in the same manner. But but right. if I walk out this morning and I see something, uh, that's going to be different. Uh, walk outside of my house and I make some observation about someone uh, pulling up and getting out of a vehicle. That's going to change whether if if I'm, you know, that scary movie I saw yep. last night and I didn't sleep well, so I'm now I'm not even seeing as well. Now I'm a little bit hazy. Then I see the same thing. So I can make the same exact observation and 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 arrive at two completely different conclusions with yes. just the same data set, the same exact one. Whereas the machine on the other hand, it's it's it, it's going to it's going to take in the same thing and look at it the same. Now its conclusion may be different based on how it was programmed to think and learn, right. but but mine, even just the information in, uh, yes. the way I assimilate that, the way I categorize it, the, the buckets I put it into in my brain is going to change simply so subjectively from one minute to the next. Yep. And that's the difficult part. That's also the dangerous part because that leads the me dangerous to, part. It's it's the it's the well I could tell by how their voice was on the 911 call whether or not they did it. And it's and okay. it's a fallacy. It's okay. complete. So so let let's use me an example because I'm always making mistakes. Uh I want you to think out loud, Brian, on how many pictures of sunsets that I've sent you over the years that we've known each other. Yeah, Why do I especially from the road, from, pictures from, from of Rogue Manor? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So Rogue Manor West, take a look at this. This is beautiful. Now, in my brain, every single one is different and the colors are different and it's remarkable. And the time just a few seconds before or after and the right camera exposure and all that other stuff matter because it speaks to me because that sunset is just for me. Now, if we go to machine learning and we're reacting with our environment. We understand that it was the forest fire four months ago and the ice crystals in the air and the barometric pressure dropping, all of those things. Now, my brain doesn't need that for me to be inspired and send you that photo. Does right. that make sense? So, so the computer is following a very logical, a very clinical path to get to the desired results based on the input, whereas I'm a human and I don't. I don't have to rely on those constrictions. And that's why every human is different. And that's why a person, a mom, can uh, turn postpartum depression into a homicide. That's why the, the kid shoplifting turns around and kills the security guard. That's why those things happen. Because we're inefficient at processing nuanced information, novel information, 
or voluminous information. And so can a computer help us through that? Absolutely. But AI isn't the answer. It's well, an yet. answer. No, because yeah, well, nowhere near. You see what yeah, I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. You, no, you, you, can't, but, you can't do the same amount of computation that a human brain can, and you right. have to program in exactly what you want that to compute. I mean, that goes back to it's following, you know, the, the example of the fish and the mammal and what's the fastest one that the person right. pointed out. Well, the, the, the computer followed a completely what it was programmed to do, which is supposed to be a logical framework. And it came to the wrong answer every time. And when asked to explain right. its answer, but it defended it, its, its flipping answer. And, and right. it, but, it, but, it, but it explained it correctly. It gave the correct attributes. Yes. And yet, con yes. consistently ar ar arrived at the wrong conclusion. It wasn't yep. a goat; it was a ba bear cub, right? It wasn't the dog; it wasn't the goat; it was you a bear cub. It. But, but, th but that was the thing. Is and it's it, it was great for showing um, kind of humans can do that if we're programmed inc incorrectly, or I have a corrupt file folder. I have such a strong. That's why we called bias. it a corrupt file folder because people would get pissed where I would go, you have a corruption in your file folder, people would take that from me and they would relearn the information when we were talking about snipers or bombs. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? And and how a human is going to think through it. Because, Brian, when we started the LEO program for the Marine Corps, I was dealing with coppers that had my experience level and then some, and FBI agents and everything else. And they came in with these preconceived notions. And I had to break them down. And I'd say, look, you got a corrupt file folder. Because you had all of this ability and you had right. all of this equipment, this is a conclusion you came to. That Marine's not going to be able to rely on that. So you got to dumb it down. And I don't mean the, the Marines no, are dumb. You, I mean, you got to dumb the yeah. science down. So I understand that these things, you, you remember over and over that the, 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 uh, uh, a Marine with less information that didn't have the combat hunter training would draw an unreasonable, unreasonable. conclusion yeah. about their environment. And that costs time, that costs money, and sometimes that costs lives. And that a lot of that came from an Uber trained. There was a guy, and I'm not going to talk about him uh, uh, other than say that was operating around the same time I was. And what he was doing is going in and finding anomalies and pointing them out. Yeah, that's great. Uh, uh, you're fishing for me. But I'm never going to learn how to fish, Brian. You yeah. get what I'm trying to say? And that's why I was so insistent that our program was then and continues to be different. We will show you how to get to the answer. And it's okay that your answer is wrong, e even if your answer is wrong half the time, because the times that you're right, you're going to be right enough to save a life. And therefore, we're not being sloppy. Like uh, uh, cognitively close enough means cognitive flexibility. It doesn't mean taking erroneous information and forcing a round peg into a square hole. And that's the key. The key to our program is that we're going to make you more resilient through cognitive flexibility. Well, and, and, it's and we're like going the, to be able to solve more it, problems. It's the 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 door handle example I give sometimes, right? Once you learn you're a little kid and you can reach up and you can turn that knob on the door and you understand yep. how a door opens. Well, Sometimes it's a knob. Sometimes it's a big ball yep. one. Sometimes it's a handle with a button you press with your thumb. Sometimes or a lever. It's a, right, right, a lever. Right. Sometimes it's a push bar. I don't sure. have to be shown how to open every single one of those. My brain can assimilate. It can use a prototypical match. It understands how the mechanism, even yes. just theoretically, basically how it works and what it's supposed to do. I don't suddenly show up at a new place and look at a door go, that I've never seen before and go, Looks like we ain't getting in there today. Exactly. Uh, someone I'm going to die on the porch, right? <laughs> right? So, so the but but that, that's yeah. the that, that's the point of sort of what we're talking about. So, I even if I come across something I haven't seen before, I, I can it's cognitively close enough and be right most of the time. Now, maybe I might come up to something that's so complex that yeah. I can't crack the code on, but that's going to be so rare 
it's got to have a movie about it. Well, that's right? what it, exactly, exactly. It, right? that that becomes the thing that then everyone talks about, and, and that's right. okay. Those are out there, but they're they're st- they're they're statistical anomalies, right? They don't happen very often. It, right. It's not it's not it's something that I have to constantly concern myself with. It's it's learning how to apply this. This assimilation. What we're talking about is how yes. do I understand this in in every environment? It's the gas station in the Middle East. Oh my going, god! What the hell yeah. are these guys yep. doing? They got a bunch of. It's like, hey man, see those gas cans stacked up over there, and a car comes in and stops for a minute. And we can't see everything that's going on, and there's a guy hanging out there, right? That's a gas station. Is it nice and clean with the big bright signs and the handles exactly. and all that? No, but 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 the the behavior associated with the area is exactly what you would expect to see in a gas station. Therefore, likely cognitive flexibility, buddy. Yeah, yeah, have to be cognitively flexible to solve for X in new and novel and nuanced environments. And we say that all the time. Why? Because if your plane crashes in the Andes, the assimilation process is flash to bang. It's going to be a lot shorter. When you get hungry, you're going to eat the frozen yeah. guy next to you. Yep. Okay. And people are going to say, I would never do that. You can't yes. say that because yep. you're not in that situation and you will. People are going to say, my son could never kill and dismember yeah, his wife denial. or his sister. And it happens all the time. So why is denial built in? Denial is built in so we can operate in teams and groups of humans because I have to be able to sit on that plane in the middle seat and smell your funk and not want to murder you because it's not socially acceptable. But if it was a couple hundred years ago and it was a cave instead of a means of transportation, things might have been different. We assimilate based on current trend thinking. That's why we've got to stop going back to things that didn't survive. If it didn't survive the purge, Brian, yeah, it's probably not good for us. You yeah. get what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and that's a and, that's a philosophical point, and I know, but rarely that, wax that, that that but that philosophical point is important. What you just said is the well. Every time you hear some, well, if I was in that situation, I would do that. No, you fucking wouldn't. Like you don't. You don't exactly. know. Okay. You can't see, even start there. You can't those, start see what there. Four hundred right. people did when they showed up at that scene. Guess what? Yeah. That's a statistically significant number to go. I bet you would have done that too if you were in that four hundred. Like you, 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 you can't it. sit there and say I'm the fucking hero. I would. Those do are this. snipers, and yeah. and that's the worst. Like like again, folks, snipers. I ho- hold them in the highest esteem. But then a couple of days ago, Brian and I saw a sniper in a crowd, and a, a, a meaning that they were sniping some subject matter experts that were on the stage. Why? Because they wanted to hide their. Uh, 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 vulnerability, Brian, they were not as smart as the people in the room. And so what they had to do is they had to resort to uh, vocal violence. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to yeah. say to, to, to try to upset the apple cart. So will those people be around for a long time? Well, you're always going to have oxygen thieves. You're always going to have uh, yeah. people that sit in a seat. You're going to have that guy that we heard about that uh, volunteer to stand in line for you. And you didn't have to pay him much because he loved it. You get what I'm trying <laughs> to say? To get tickets beer. Yeah. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And in case of beer, go stand in line, wait for concert tickets. And oh, yeah, man, cool. I can. Yeah, I'm good. But those <laughs> are so remarkable that they make movies about them. They write books yeah. about them. So if yeah. you stay in the mean, you'll understand exactly what we meant by how AI can mimic human learning. And that's why we call it machine learning, you know? Yeah. So, uh, and this goes back to my argument that I've had with the government many, many years now. I always talk about the human in the loop. Okay. And the machine in the loop. And yeah. they always get it wrong because they're always saying, okay, well, this they're is saying the- human in the loop. And, and we're saying, no, it, it should be the machine in the loop. Like it, why though? 
Why? Yes. Because of the, the things that we laid out in the last 50 minutes yeah. today. Exactly. Why. And, and I may, you know, maybe if you're listening and have questions or interested or something, yeah. let us know because. I, I think sometimes when we take these approaches, when we talk about you know AI or machine learning, and what happens and errors in, in, along yeah. the way, it's kind of easier to pick that apart because we're not talking about you as a human, right? Exactly. Even though it's a very similar process, so it's a good metaphor to use to go, "Hey, see this problem here? See this problem how here?" How many times? See, yeah. To your exact point, how many times do we have to get on the air and say Boyd's Oodle Loop does not have anything to do with your business? Boy, yeah. Oodle Loop isn't going to make you a better salesman. It's you not get what I'm saying? a because mental it's a model. Of some, it's, 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 a, it's a model. Yeah. It's a model for John Boyd that was trying to explicate his thought process in a very, very close set. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. that's your point exactly where you're saying that, oh, I, I would have done this. No, you wouldn't. And, and you wouldn't have recreated <laughs> Boyd. Why? Because John Boyd was a guy that hit on something at one yeah. point in his Take- career. That was brilliant for fighter pilots. A well, fighter pilot's like well, a swimmer. He, you got he, a swim team, but the swim is individual. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless it's an IM, that swimmer is the one that's competing, not you. Well, so stop yeah, looking with, at with, a fighter pilot and go, oh, that'll be a great speaker at my next event because that has right. nothing to do with the shit you're doing. Right. But, and, and, and of course, he was also, uh, his, his whole thing was obviously he invented energy maneuverability theory, fundamentally changed airplane design. He's a genius. He's a genius. Weapon genius. Exactly. But, but his it whole thing headlights on a car. The reason you know? why it came to where it was was because right. he was always talking about maneuverability. And then the Marine Corps said, What do you mean? He said, Well, even in warfare, generally speaking, it's better to be faster and move this way than it is to be big and strong. And that, yes, there's certain yes. situations. But if I can outthink and outmaneuver, and it's all about speed and process, but he was talking about and that, like to asymmetry and that, like talk about physics and evolutionary biology. Exactly. Like he wasn't talking about shooting on a range with your buddies. You like it. so, so. The, but but that, that that that's another good example of sort of uh, uh, those. And people get mad at us because well, they think that we're downgrading something that they're doing. Yes, if you are in a boardroom. And you're using Boyd's Oodle Loop to tell the people how to produce better and sell things yeah, better. Probably, I don't want uh, I don't want kind of magic you're using, but they're selling a Harry Potter's wand for Christmas. Well, you may want to get one of them. Well, it's a little too I think that's a little too general for that situation. Obtuse, maybe? A uh, little I, open. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now you're acute. Now you're exactly. acute. Now you're obtuse. No. <laughs> No. So you would be better off teaching people how to do business with Family Guy jokes yeah, and episodes was... <laughs> than you would Boyd Zoodle Loop. We certainly do. We Ryan, do. We certainly live most of our lives on, on I got mo- everything references. I talked about today I got from a Family Guy episode. That's so I so think funny. Seth, Let's name episode. Seth, Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> so. and, and folks, today was not a Meg episode. No. No, it was not. Well, I okay. So we, we sort of covered a lot. I hope that 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 made sense but where the hell the, do you recap this well the the yeah. the idea of of assimilation is i i think we made the point on that and how just like the machine learning we made model, a valid point yeah um you're not always going to be right even sometimes when it you follow a logical pathway because your logical pathway is already inherently subjective so yep. so that that's that's good and bad so, right i mean so let me it, throw this at you for a cop listening in the audience right now, or a teacher, or a hum- human resource person, you're going to go, okay, so so what? So but what? The yeah. So what here is even though you have the authority to do it, 
even though you have the money, experience, and background to do it, is doing it, moving the dial in the right direction. Even if it was what you were trained to do in this situation, yes. does it actually apply? Is the cost-benefit right? analysis yes. going to put... That's a simple answer. Do you get what I'm saying? So, yeah. so uh, 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 I stopped you, and uh, this is a Michigan example, and found out later that the car was a VWAP, a vehicle taken without permission or a stolen. I also found out later that you had an extensive criminal background. I also found out, well, all of those after the fact things didn't come into play when you had a drunk guy that was trying to run and get away and he ended up dead. You, you get the balance, Brian? So even though you had the legal right, even though you're under color of law, even though you had those. So HR person, same thing. And this is why uh, uh, the, the doctor, uh, uh, Peter Langman, uh, yesterday got, got into my OODA loop. And, and because he was saying, hey, listen, look at all these mistakes that were made at Oxford. And they still didn't fit, fill it into their, their paradigm, Brian, into their, their uh, example, into their – do you get what I'm saying? Look, yeah. that's not what we want. We don't want to fill in uh, 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 a state-of-the-art, a, a significant events log in everybody's life and every student. What we want to do is we want to say when threshold behaviors uh, uh, make themselves known, like whack-a-mole, you got to beat them down. Keach and Funakoshi, if the nail sticks out, pound it down. None of those architectures, Brian, had decision. They're, they're, that's well, what we that's... have to teach. Is the decision, is the juice worth the squeeze for this situation at right now for the good of man and, and mankind? And, no, 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 that, that's perfect. You know? and, and then prove it. Is, is yes. the juice worth the squeeze? Well, prove it. Tell me right now, is yes. this worth making this decision right now or going down this pathway or doing that? Or, or... Do you have a second? Right. Do you have a minute? Taking that person into else? custody, yeah. was it worth a homicide? Was it worth yeah. a cop dying? Is was it, it worth a student is dying? It worth That's what I'm saying. Right Protract yeah, that out. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, so so if we were going to say, what was this episode about? I'd play it backwards. I, I would do this one. Yeah. Uh, you know, the last couple of minutes, then go back to the beginning and play again, because that's what it's all about. And and when a machine can get us to have an hour long conversation on how we interact with our environment, that's a good thing. So So that yeah. alone. That joke with you and Stu alone yeah. uh, uh, spun out into something where I now understand that if I don't constantly update my, my, my knowledge, I don't update my perspective, and I constantly don't sample my environment, that's true situational awareness right there yeah. for those poses. No, no I, I, I agree. I think that's actually a, a great great point to kind of bring it in for landing on it and, and yeah. end on. So that's, that's, a, that's, what, that's what it took us 59 minutes to get to. <laughs> Yes. Exactly. No. I'm still not sure we got we there should, for some of you. Right? We should have started at the beginning and then just yeah, no. Exactly. Uh, maybe just uh, maybe just erase everything but that last few minutes, folks. So that's hilarious. So that's the so what. But no, I, I uh we talked about a lot. If you're listening, please right. if you're not sure or have a question or you say no, you guys don't know what the hell you're talking about, and here's why. Just include the and here's why. And we'll right. answer it and we'll bring it up um, and, and, and reach out to us. And, and, you know, yep. at the left of Greg at gmail.com, I, I answer yeah. everyone that reaches and ask out. Us, give us what you're thinking. What, what's yeah. the specific point that you want to make? And, Not just, Hey, talk more about that topic. Tell yeah. us where you're foggy. And, and of course we always, we usually go into different detail, talk about more about some of the stuff on the Patreon yep. side that we don't want to put. Yeah. We're going there. It. It's just, it's just a, it's just a, in kind a few of minutes gating, today. Yeah. And a gating mechanism. So not put it out there to everyone, but um, we do appreciate everyone uh, uh, listening in. Thank you so much. And don't forget that training yep. changes behavior. That's all for today, folks. But if you'd like even more content, you can head over to our Patreon page. The link can be found in the episode details. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and please tell your friends about the show. 
Thanks for tuning in and thank you for your support.